1: All right, you remember him from episode nine. It was We were talking movies with Dr. Dave Nichols. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah, He loves music, too. <laughs> that was too perfect. Yeah. But he's back now. It's been too long, and I have so many questions built up for him. And, and the uh, reaction to having you on the first time was so good that we had to have you back on. And you have to have your own episodes. glad so. my
2: family listened to it.
1: <laughs> and many other families, so that's good. <laughs> so welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. All right, so we're just going to get right into it. And uh, if you haven't heard... Um, Dr. Dave, in the, in the first one, go back and listen to that episode and then immediately tune back into this one. All right, we're going to get into sequels for this question. It's like kind of a three-part question, but we'll do first. What is your favorite sequel?
2: Uh, I can say this, um, and we discussed it just a moment ago yeah. before we were on the air, and that is, uh, and I have several. Um, um, you know, you can go from like the, um, the, the Terminator series, which is more of a trilogy that comes up, but uh, yeah. which is terrific, <laughs> terrific sequeling, to... Um, Predator, which had a couple good knockoff sequels, but uh, I watched uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite movies of all time is Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. I think it's a science fiction movie that stands the test, of, the test of time no matter where you. Thirty-five years later, and I just a couple weeks ago or six weeks ago watched uh, Blade Runner, and that was is considered a sequel. Thirty-five mm-hmm. or so years later, yeah. and it was I thought it was outstanding. Too long for the average twenty-five-year-old mind with the social media that has you know what I mean instant, but. If you don't mind sitting through it, an excellent movie that takes its time, I thought it was outstanding. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with favorite uh, sequel. If you can consider that a sequel, you know you could also do Aliens and all the Ridley Scott things. Sure, other Ridley Scott things. But I'm going to go with Blade Runner.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. What is uh, what should have had a sequel? What movie never had a sequel that you feel should have had a sequel? Wow, there's so many good ones. Although I'm not a
2: huge sequel guy mm-hmm. um, in terms of like you, know, you look at The Godfather's was. Was that a sequel? That was a book, too. Yeah. That was outstanding. Mm-hmm. In fact, going into the trilogies in a few minutes, that was such a good one and two yeah. that the mediocre three could come along and make it one of the best trilogies. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. It just came along for the ride. Yeah. So one that um, should have been made. Where you just you left it. You, it was so good that you just wanted more. No Country for Old Men. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely no Country for Old uh-huh. Men. That's one of my very, favorite movies of all time. And... I could I could I don't know what you could have done with that. Yeah. We'll talk to the Cohen brothers about that. <laughs> but that's one I absolutely I would have loved to have seen yeah. more of when that movie. So over, I go, no. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to see more of that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Always pick yeah. that one. And then lastly, let's get negative, what should never have been a sequel?
2: So many. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Exorcist series, you go from one of the great movies of all time yeah. to the biggest schlock of all time. Jaws, mm-hmm. the exact same thing, just yep. horrible. Uh, Ghostbusters. although Ghostbusters was not horrible when it came to the second one, and that and it wasn't an Academy Award-winning movie to begin with. No, um, but it should have left it, it? as <laughs> is. Yeah. we're done with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, and I'm, I suppose we could go down the list of all the, uh, you know, Taken, Fast and Fierce, mm-hmm. all the movies nowadays that just have just two, three, four that I didn't even think the first ones were worth watching. Right, and now you're making a second and a third, but uh, so. I don't have a definite answer. There's so many, so many for that. So my number one, Caddyshack, Caddyshack is a oh, great the, yeah. '80s movie, 1980. Yeah, and the,
1: the sequel was horrid. Yeah, that's one of the great movies of all time. I just guessed it on a podcast. and We did our, our worst sequels, and one of the guys' picks was was Caddyshack too because it's, <laughs> it's so horrible. inferior. It, so mine was <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000. Well, wait, it, why? <laughs> why even do it? You don't yeah, you, Belushi. Yeah, yeah, Blues
2: Brothers was just such an epic. Well, that, another Belushi thing. Where yeah, just putting him like Landis. Live with those guys in a animal house. Just like, what do we do? Just roll, roll the
1: film. Yeah. <laughs> That's all <laughs> let, you need to let do. rip. <laughs> yeah. Especially coming from National Lampoon and, and, and Saturday Night Live and things like that. Absolutely. Okay, we're in the holiday season. What is your favorite holiday movie? Um I I I have this thing against
2: total formulaic and predictable um Contrived things that I consider contrived. So holiday mm-hmm. movies are often times contrived. Mm-hmm. I saw last year. I saw which I thought was a semi zany, somewhat contrived that I enjoy called Office Christmas Party. It oh, was a
1: lot of fun. I like. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I
2: like that. Cause uh-huh. it was, this is what we are. We're not going to be a highbrow movie, and it yeah. was pretty good.
1: Jason Bateman's kind of your she, new go-to. <laughs> Jason Bateman
2: is that every man that everyone plays off. He's not. he's a Ben Stiller. He's an yeah. Andy Griffith from the old. He's a guy that people play off like yep. that, and he's really good at that. He, he is, and and you root for him. Yeah, you know. Um, and
1: Jennifer Aniston's a lot of these comedies now. <laughs> Jennifer
2: Aniston is one of the more underrated comic actors. You just see her in horrible box. Yeah, she played great. the perverted dentist. She's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, she's, she's great a, in Office Space. Office yeah. Space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what was it? <laughs> um, he, goes, he goes shirt. Hitler made the Jews yeah. wear a bling, or wear... Where? Uh, <laughs> the fling. The, oh, right. the flare.
1: Flare. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, she was she was really good in that. Yeah, well, she was great. Uh, so um, well, i already forgot the question. What were your favorite holiday, oh, holiday? So I'm gonna actually have. Christmas Vacation was pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of pretty good ones. Uh, and I swear, this is not what you think of as a holiday, but Groundhog Day is such a great movie. I mean, call that <laughs> no a one picked movie. that. That's yeah, great. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a really good movie, mm-hmm. and it's actually a really good kind of a spiritual, if you look at it from a step back, about how we repeat the same thing on a day-to-day basis. Yes. I, th- I thought that was in. That's Bill Murray at his peak of just being fantastic. Yeah. That, that's, so. I would say, believe it or not, that's my
1: favorite holiday
2: movie. That's a great one.
1: Day. Nobody picked that. Oh. So, all right, movies you hate but everyone else seems to love. Oh, I'm going with Top Gun. Just really? can't stand
2: Top Gun. Okay, yeah, and even with the soundtrack, the whole make it bothers me when I hear Highway to the Danger Zone and <laughs> and uh. And, uh some... That was gonna
1: be intro theme too. That
2: was <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, so those those. Pretty boy contrived movies. Now, mm-hmm. if I watched it again, I like Tom Scared. So, mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying if I watched it again, I might feel it differently, but okay. I just refuse to. So that's a movie that, no. That's that everyone it. loves. And there are it probably like, so many others. Yeah. Um, uh, Titanic. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying it had its moments, but come on. You know, yeah. first of all, we all take artistic license and we watch anything, but surviving in 31 degree water yeah. for. <laughs> Two hours floating there. I think it would have been like 10 seconds. And right. And <laughs> Leonardo's career would have been over after that.
1: Well, speaking of Titanic, what <laughs> movies do you think are too long?
2: Um, well, I saw Blade Runner the other day, and that's three hours. Okay. And it wasn't too long for me because that's a good question for me because I totally appreciate a movie that takes its time if it's good. Okay. Totally without, I don't, in other words, here's a story, and we're going to tell it at our pace. I don't really, I won't say I don't care, but I don't mind what you think as an audience because it's probably not going to be popular, mm-hmm. but we're going to tell this story. The okay. Blade Runner was like that. I think um, *Gone with the Wind* is a little too long. Uh, It's just that could be a little bit less. Mm -hmm. Um, And any movie that's not entertaining is too long just to begin with. So George Clooney made a movie that I really look forward to, and it was Mm *Syriana*. And if he he had taken that back into the editing room and edited it differently, it got confusing. And so it was too long with the confusion of what's going
1: on. That's a movie that could have been done differently and maybe made a little less long. And we we always say we, we joke a lot of us like Judd Apatow movies, but he's almost always a half an hour too long. And I don't think any comedy should be longer than ninety minutes. I think that's your sweet spot. I, I
2: thought the Forty Year Old Virgin mm-hmm. uh, yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, and that's an Apatow, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really well done. And I don't know who made this. Will come up later on. Sure. By the way, the audience he gave me a list of some questions that <laughs> might or might not be asked. Um, but. Uh, um, uh, he, who made Crazy Stupid Love? Do you know? Was that Avatar? No? I
1: don't. That's a good one. That's yeah. a
2: very yeah. good mo- movie, and it, it is long. It's a long romantic comedy, mm-hmm. rom com, and it's a a real good. They did a real good job with it. So we can go back and say another movie that could have been done a sequel to. Believe it or not, now that I think of it, is um, Training Day.
1: Denver, ah, because yes. We
2: could have seen. Well, what did Ethan Hawke do with that million dollars That's in the true. statue? You know, the kind of a thing. Yeah. Did he become the evil? I don't. Know. It would have been a kind of a
1: sillier theme. Sure. But it might have been okay. You never know. They could have that plan. <laughs> so yeah. The directors were two directors. So it was Glenn Ficarra and John we- Riqua. Never heard of them. So okay. John Requa. Yeah. I that's know. Anton Fuqua. Remember yeah, Because yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he did... Um, I, thought, I thought... Um, Yeah, Training Day was Anton Fuqua. Okay.
1: Yeah. This is right up your alley. What is your favorite... Because you quote movies all the time. That's what I've been told. So what's your favorite quotable movie? What's your go-to...
2: Our go-to movie... movie? Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this because... We're guys, and mm-hmm. every guy listening knows we know movie lines. We might not remember our spouses' birthday, <laughs> birthday or yeah. but we remember movie lines. Sure. And um, my golf group—we golf almost every week, and we—this is what you'll hear every single. You'll hear total lines from Caddyshack, <laughs> of course, it's a golf movie. Total sure. lines from Animal House. Yep. You'll hear lines um, uh, from Rain Man. Like, what's your yardage? 246, 246. I'm an excellent <laughs> driver. I'm excellent. You'll just, that's, you'll hear the entire it's Yeah. Like, and it's never not funny because, <laughs> right. you know, we're having some cocktails and cigars in the course. So it's never not funny. Right. And then you'll hear, you know, various Arnold and various, you know, like Clint Eastwood lines like, I might go, to, you, you shot on our man And the answer is, should have armed himself. Yeah. So you'll hear <laughs> Clint with the, the very quotable people, Arnold sure. Schwarzenegger, things like that. Mm-hmm. But certainly Caddyshack, mm-hmm. Animal House. My someone hits a bad shot and go my advice to you is to start drinking Do heavily wait, yes. So, so so those are the movies which you'll, are absolutely the most quotable.
1: Zero point zero. 0.0. Yeah.
2: 0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Blutarski, you have no
1: GPA, <laughs> and of course, fat, drunk, and stupid is no fat, way to no
2: go. Way to, fat, <laughs> drunk, and stupid is the no way they go. One of the great, one of the great scenes and parts of that real quick scene is when they're all lined up, and they go to Otter, whoever it was, and they go yeah. uh, 1.4. Congratulations, yeah. Mr. So and So, you're at the head of the Delta class. Yeah. And Belushi, without even joking, nods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the principal
1: gets some of the best lines. Oh, I mean, just yeah, yeah.
2: Dean, Dean Warmer, yep. fat, drunk, and stupid.
1: So and John they, Vernon, uh, I think his name is John, John Vernon, Vernon. who was yeah. also
2: the villain in Topaz. Yep. You remember that? And he was also the Blank villain. Blank, I think, right? Was he?
1: With uh, Lee Marvin. I think Don't he's in that, that
2: yeah. He was also out Josie Wales. Yeah. He, he was out to the one after Josie yes, Wales. Yes, yes. And has one of the great lines of all time at the very end when he knows it's Josie, but he lets him go. And he goes, he goes. I think I'll go down to Mexico and see if I can find Josie. What do you think, Mr. Johnson? He goes, I reckon. <laughs> he goes uh he goes i think a lot of every one of us died a little bit in that war mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Was, no, a great character great character, actor. Great character actor. greg
0: what is the worst fraternity on this campus well that would be hard to say sir they're each outstanding in their own way and cut the horseshit son i got the disciplinary files right here who dumped a whole truckload of fizzies into the swim meet who delivered the medical school cadavers to the alumni dinner Every Halloween, the trees are filled with underwear. Every spring, the toilets explode. You're talking about Delta, sir. Of course I'm talking about Delta, you twerp! This year, it's going to be different. This year, we're going to grab the bull by the balls and kick those punks off campus. What do you intend to do, sir? Delta's already on probation. They are? Yes, sir. Oh. Then as of this moment, they're on double secret probation. Double secret probation, sir? There is a little known codicil in the Faber College Constitution, which gives the dean unlimited power to preserve order in time of campus emergency. Find me a way to revoke Delta's charter. You live next door. Put Niedermeyer on it. He's a sneaky little shit just like you, right? The time has come for someone to put his foot down. And that foot is
2: me.
1: What's your favorite underdog movie? I guess so many movies are
2: underdog movies. I'm going to have to point out the obvious, which is Rocky. Of course. That's the underdog of all underdog movies. Mm-hmm. But I think most movies have somewhat of, or a lot of good ones, have somewhat of an underdog theme that mm-hmm. you
1: end up rooting for. Yeah. For whatever reason. Well, I think Rocky changed the landscape. I mean, there was always underdog movies, but now pretty much every sports movie follows the Rocky formula, and up until that point, did, now, did you see it in the theater when it came out? It did, yeah. Okay, so how, how did it affect you when you saw Tremendously.
2: it? Tremendously. I, I came home and started running around the block, shooting <laughs> hoops. I got myself a speed bag and a heavy bag. <laughs> Tremendously. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was, and things have changed a little bit in our cynical society, but it was a very inspiring, and yeah. very. And, and, and then later on in the years, I found out how he wrote that screenplay and how he shopped it and yep. I, mean, I go I have nothing but respect for Sylvester Stallone absolutely stuck by his guns you mm-hmm. know and did a magnificent job now that's that's movie where the sequels went on too long sure a couple of good ones I thought the one with Drago was entertaining mm-hmm. the one with Clubber Lang was that the one the with third Dra- one yeah. yeah that was good yeah then it got a little too long but you know yeah. if it wasn't like they were horrible like the Rambo flicks yeah the first uh, first one first blood, blood's amazing good movie yeah then, then they got ridiculous. It was sure. just nothing but you know being blown up and blood and parts
1: everywhere. We were talking about before the the one that he released when he also he came back about twenty years later and did uh, it was just called Rambo. It's really good. It's Good, yeah. 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 It's yeah. super violent, super gory, but yeah. really
2: good. Yeah. He did. Yeah. You know, then he did the Judge Dredds, horrible. Yeah. Then he did Copland. You ever see Copland? Yeah, I did. That's actually really really good. Cliffhanger is good. Cliffhanger is good. Cliffhanger's good. Yeah. yeah, that was a good. John one, yeah.
1: Lithgow, great, great villain. So. Yeah, John Lithgow. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, he was. And he was uh He was the one who did the. William Shatner part in the in the in the remake of mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone with Steven Spielberg. That's right. He was John Lithgow with the gremlin on the wing. He's on the Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you see that? <laughs> that's a that's also a very good movie that yeah. uh, that uh, that um Twilight Zone movie.
1: And it's best known unfortunately for the tragedy because the yeah. the helicopter crash.
2: Still to so. this day so the people everyone's listening to this like this is a very politically incorrect joke but mm-hmm. that's where the joke came from where Vic Morrow was voted an honorary member of the Rotary Club. (laughs) And, uh, in fact, I saw his daughter in a movie last night. Jennifer Jason Leigh is his daughter, correct? Oh, that's
1: true, yes. And and she was in Hateful Eight. Uh, Right, yeah. yeah. Very good actress. Very good actress. Favorite romance movie? I'm going to have to... That that would be a rom-com romantic comedy? No, just any sort of romantic movie. could be Gone
2: with the Wind if you want. I'm going to have to go with Platoon. (laughs) (laughs) Apocalypse now. So that that reminds me. There's a
1: scene in Naked Gun where they come out of a theater and they're just cracking up. And it, it, as they're coming out, you see the the marquee which says Platoon. Yeah. So, yeah. so good <laughs> job.
2: Well, that's like the Seinfeld episode where they were where they were like she's she laughtering Schindler's List. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> so she became the pariah of the community, yes. laughing Schindler's <laughs> Schindler's List. Yeah. So um so
1: okay, give me some ideas on this one. Well, my favorite is some kind of wonderful. I think that's a that's a kind of a some kind of wonderful was made in light of the reverse of Pretty in Pink because some people wanted Ducky to end up with the Molly Ringwald character, and so in some kind of wonderful it kind of goes that way. They didn't, you like yeah. your eighties. movies. I love my eighties. Yeah, movies, so. that's that's yeah. that's
2: where you're going to have to lead me in a little bit. Yeah, I did not see that. Okay. Um, certainly, when I look at movies like uh, uh, the. I love teeny sex coming of age movies. Love sure. them. And some of the best of all, well, no, all the best of all time mm-hmm. were made during the 80s. Most of them are John yeah. Hughes, but everything from Risky Business was was not a Hughes, correct?
1: The, no. No. Uh,
2: from Risky Business which had an edge to it. it did. But all the way through 16 Candles and the ones you're talking about yeah. were really good uh weird science. Excellent, funny, yeah. funny yeah. movies. All those were real good. Mm-hmm. And they all had that theme of you know yeah young males trying to get, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get laid, the whole thing, right. the whole thing, except for, this goes off the subject, but uh, a seminal movie is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Absolutely. Uh, Cameron Crowe's first effort, and uh, Amy Heckerling was, yes. she, was the first time they made a movie with, from a female's perspective, and yeah. it was cast, it was an absolutely, considered one of the great movies along those lines of all time. Yeah. For romantic comedy, romance movies, heck, I could go, I could, have seen a lot of good ones where they're just really touching. Mm-hmm. um Uh, but, and the romantic comedies, mm-hmm. when Harry Met Sally is one of the best. Great
1: one. Sleepless uh, in Seattle. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Crazy Stupid Love. I thought that's mm-hmm. a is a really excellent motion picture. I thought that was just zany and crazy and great. There are probably some other romance ones too, where it's just pure romance. Another '80s
1: in. one that it doesn't feel like an '80s movie is Cousins. Did you ever see that with Ted Danson and um, Isabella Rossellini? No. And William Peterson. No. So he basically meets. I, I, I won't give it away. You should see cousins. It's a okay. it's a really good, movie. interesting. Yeah. Ted Danson. Because you, know, you don't think of him, and you, know, you think of him as Sam Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Although he was in Body Heat. That's
1: right. Which was <laughs> he was, he really, was a bad guy. really, really, really you know, good. he wasn't a bad guy. He was the buddy of William. He Hurt. He was the buddy of William Hurt, yeah. who
2: turned out to be the the Duke murderer. Yeah, and she was the genius who got away with it. That's right. And and uh, Ted Danson was the reporter. Mm-hmm. With the newspaper, who's friends what, with the man, who's friends with the cop, who they knew what was going right. on, and going, hey, don't get it. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke was the bomber in that movie. That's right. Remember what he was saying about, don't do this. This isn't you. Don't yeah. get involved mm-hmm. with this kind of thing. But yeah,
1: there's um, a great neo-noir type type movie. Yeah, they made a
2: they made a, um, wild things. They made a more modern day, yeah, feeling of that, mm-hmm. which wasn't as good, but was was entertaining. Yeah, it was when you see. Ah, uh, Nev Campbell oh, yeah. and these beautiful girls in yeah. movies—it helps. And then Kevin Bacon always helps a movie. I yep. think he's really. Matt good Dillon was
1: good in it. Yeah, Matt
2: Dillon and mm-hmm. uh, I can't uh, remember
1: her name, but yeah, he was. She was married to, I think. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Yes. Yeah, exactly. she was
2: at that time the most beautiful female on the was planet. It Richards. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yeah. Percent. And then, of yeah. course, uh, Bill Murray. Forgot about him. That's true. <laughs> That's <laughs> Bill Murray point. and Nev Campbell were the ones that were kind of plotted the whole thing. That's right. And that was a pretty good movie. Uh, so I'm yeah. going to have to go with those movies okay. as my famous romance, romantic comedy movies.
1: Yeah. Uh, favorite black and white movie? Now, we, you know, we realize that certain movies way back when were made out of necessity, but name a black and white movie that you feel really helps itself by being in black and white and wouldn't be as good if it was in color. Well, certainly Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, color would, actually would take away from that. Yeah. Um, I know Steve Martin did a couple early movies where he filmed them in black and white. Um, um,
1: Dead Man Can't Wear Plaid. Yeah. It's like I, a, a parody of all the old film noir movies. Yeah. And... That wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah.
2: Um. Certainly. Although I, I, I was gonna say it's like World War Two documentaries mm-hmm. and things. But then again, when they colorize them up with nowadays on the History Channel, they, and you can see the bolts tracing. Yeah. It's like crazy. So I don't have a great answer. I'm gonna have okay. to go with something like a psycho because I don't. I don't remember. Movies that could have been made.
1: Well, I don't think they would have made it if they couldn't have had a blood scene in the, going down the drain because that would have been too, too graphic. So you saw,
2: you saw the movie Hitchcock. and the obvious about how they had to lobby hard for that That's particular right. scene. Mm-hmm. What a creep, squawker! Oh, <laughs> As, yes, and especially with
1: everything coming out with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, uh, in fact, the movie
2: I, was, I noticed last night when I was watching *Hateful Ape, Tarantino's yep. movie, that day, it was a Weinstein yep. production. and I didn't know he had a brother. I wonder why his brother's not in trouble. It was yeah, it's Harvey yeah. and someone else Weinstein.
1: To... Bu- some of the rumors is the brother they don't get along at all. They never did, oh. and uh, I guess he he might have ratted him out on no a lot way. Stuff too. Yeah. Well, good for him. And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> one of the movies, going back to *Black and White*, one of the movies I th- that I think would it was perfect in *Black and White* was *Young Frankenstein*. Good point. You, That's it, a modern-day movie. It wouldn't so have been, yeah, it wouldn't have been the same if it was in color. And, and of course, it was an homage to the old Universal monster movie. So.
2: And that that was, as you know, uh, Mel Brooks made that
1: and Blazing Saddles in the same yes. year. Have a year. Oh, okay. Have a career. <laughs> have a career. It. Have a year. Absolutely. Holy Toledo. First rated R movie you remember seeing?
2: I think the first I remember seeing was Woodstock. Really? Uh, That's was, true. That was like... Ten, mm-hmm. which was, I think Scorsese was a film editor on that. I think you're right. Yeah, and which is a really well made motion picture. It is really well made, and the music is of course outstanding. It right. launched a lot of careers. Yeah, I think Woodstock was the first, but I, my dad also took me to see. We saw a double feature, and I it was either 2001 Space Odyssey, or it was Butch Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And the and the the second movie was a movie called The Prime of Miss Jean Brody. I haven't heard of it. And it was an R-rated movie, and I okay. remember like there was something like breasts, and my dad didn't want mm-hmm. me to see. That's why my dad didn't want me to go see Woodstock because there was like the nudity, nudity and scenes, drugs. Yeah. And I can understand that. Yeah, back yeah. Then. Oh, sure. sure. Introduce my young my young son to nudity and drugs. Yeah, he may never
1: come back. <laughs> 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 he might want to go to one of these yeah. concerts. Yeah, <laughs> but that yeah, if you, one of the best uh, concert films ever made. It's, you know, still one of the best. If you like, have you seen The Wrecking Crew? I ha- oh, brilliant documentary. And, One of uh, my favorites. Uh, yeah. Muscle Shoals. Yes. Those are really good, yes. really good documentaries. I mean, you want to see, especially The Wrecking Crew, you want to see <laughs> all these amazing musicians that basically produced all this music that you think you know were by the, the real artists that aren't really from those, those artists. They're if you guys the,
2: haven't seen so. this movie, see it, and yeah. you'll realize that every thing you listen to on the radio from nineteen sixty six through nineteen seventy four. Yeah. Were performed by these guys, including Glenn Campbell and yep. Tommy Tedesco. Glenn Campbell, whoever knows, as the Rhinestone Cowboy, yep. who's one of the maybe one of the greatest guitarists that ever lived. Yeah. Just an absolute shredder. And that's a that's a really good muscle shoals
1: is also oh, a really that's good. Great. Yeah. 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 No, I I, I love we'll it. get in it eventually if we ever do documentaries, that'll probably be your number one. So what's your fa- now, you might have had to do some research for this one. What's your favorite Oscar winning movie? Oscar winning... When you say one for best picture... Best picture, picture yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's
2: two of them. I can say without with us impunity. It's, it's uh, No Country for Old Men okay. God, and The Godfather. Godfather. yeah. Those are my two favorite movies.
1: Godfather 1 and 2, or just you don't differentiate? I do. Godfather okay. 1. I differentiate it's, those as movies, yeah. So why do you like Godfather 1 more than 2? Um, I mean, it's like making Sophie's Choice, but still.
2: <laughs> maybe it's because I saw it first. Okay. Um, but I think it's because... Um, for me, talking about movies being too long, when they yeah. delved back into young uh, Vito Corleone, yeah. not young, young when, coming from Sicily when his mother was shot, yeah. but the whole Robert De Niro section was a li- that was a little long for me. Okay, and I liked the I liked the whole family. I like Sonny, and I liked the whole family thing when yeah. um, th- and it was a more that if you think about it, the as rough as it was, that first Godfather of that era of the book and that that era. Was more romantic in terms of like romanticized, yeah. where when Michael took over, it became really an angry. He was a hateful, angry, and yes. he goes, he goes, Tom goes, Tom Hagen goes. You, you need to wipe out everyone. I don't think I need to wipe out everyone, Tom. Just my enemies, right? Right. And that was in Godfather too, right? That's right. So it became angrier, uh, and it was just about you know, and so and a little bit longer for me. So mm-hmm. that's what I think. Okay. Although when it ended, you can see he was just lamenting all the things that he oh, had yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But oh, that's that's totally. And you, as
2: you know, they wanted to fire. They they were the, the money people, the money morons in New York, uh, wanted to kept every day when they send back to whatever, whatever the the dailies, the yeah. dailies. They wanted they wanted a uh, Coppola to fire Al Pacino. <laughs>
1: really?
2: They said fire him. He's a no name. He's a nobody. He's like quiet. He's the guy.
1: Yeah.
2: He's the guy. Don't, don't you know? So that's that's he was so mad at at them, for the money people, for telling them what to do. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to change that movie? Oh. There's a lot of. Um, I think they
1: wanted Nicholson to be in that movie
2: too. Seriously, so yeah, yeah. There
1: were a lot of people. Though. And then
2: Coppola later on, of course, two thirds of the way through filming Apocalypse Now, we're half the way fire Harvey Keitel, yeah, his main star, yeah. You know, he gets heart. Martino has a heart attack. So you know, that the, 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 which comes up to another question. Yeah, later on, one of my favorite documentaries, sure, Hearts of Darkness, which I just absolutely love. Which is another Academy that one Best Documentary. It did. Yeah, it did. And that's his wife doing that movie. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're going to get into remakes which what's the worst remake that you feel was ever I made I don't okay uh, that you actually saw
2: Oh cuz I didn't see Longest Yard
1: Okay that was on my list Yeah I yeah. will
2: because I refused to yeah. to see Cuz
1: that's one of the best sports movies there is It's so. one of the
2: greatest of all time yeah. so I I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go with I'm going to do something that I criticize people for. I'm going to make an opinion. I have no say on it. But I'm going to say the longest year. I just can't do it.
1: My dad and I saw it. We agree with you. Yeah, so, can't. yes.
2: Can't. It was, the first one was so good. Yeah. Um, so, other... Um, I'll t- are you going to ask about good ones, too?
1: Yeah, that's the next Okay, because yeah. I have
2: a... I just saw...
1: Yeah, what's your favorite remake, then? Uh,
2: I loved... So first of all, I loved the, the, Mad, the Mad Max trilogy. Okay, With yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson. Yep. Uh, as you remember, uh, World... Mad Max came out. It wasn't that popular. Rogue Warrior came out a couple years later. Hit the world like a bomb. Was, you know, top 10 Time Magazine. Right. And that catapulted them, and made, which made Mad Max famous again. Mm-hmm. Then they did Beyond Thunderdome, which got criticized. And I thought, was, I just saw it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Pretty good movie with mm-hmm. Tina Turner, and yeah. I liked the theme of that. So to segue into that, Thunder Road. Mm-hmm. That uh, The one that
1: just came out. Fury Road. Fury Road. Fury Road, Road. Yeah. is a, is a really yeah.
2: good sci-fi. And that's done by the same director. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Miller. Yeah, um, uh, and that's a really I thought that was a really good motion picture. But, okay. Yeah, so it's a good one. Is that considered? Nah, yeah, nah, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's a it's borderline sequel, borderline remake. Yeah, but, what is yeah. that? A remake or a sequel? A reboot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so what other what are some what are some other? So my favorite, and it's, it wasn't a great movie to begin with, but I prefer the Eddie Murphy Nutty Professor to the Jerry Lewis. and oh, do you? I, I, Not a huge Jerry Lewis fan, so I, I can I, see that because yeah.
2: Eddie Murphy's likable, and Jerry Lewis turned out to be kind of an odd yeah, fellow, yeah, and just a little too wasn't that talented quite honestly he was he was just zany and kind of creepy. yeah um did you see both Manchurian candidates I
1: did and actually I did like the Denzel one in the Meryl Street. Yeah. yeah and i very course, different like,
2: about Corbett but the yeah. first one with Lawrence Harvey and, and Sinatra, Angela Sinatra mm-hmm. was a really really good motion yeah. picture so that's a um and um Cape Fear Cape Fear it, one. Cape Fear is great with the first those first two oh, Harvard, yeah. but it's also very good with Nick Nolte and Robert De Niro yeah it's a very good So that was a real good remake. Here's some
1: fun trivia. What was the movie that De Niro was watching when he's laughing maniacally in the theater? And it makes it even funnier when you realize what what the movie is. It's going to be a gross horror movie. No, no. It's completely the opposite. What? It's Problem Child. So seriously. (laughs) So he's laughing like an idiot to this horrible comedy, which (laughs) I I have a guilty pleasure with. But yeah, I mean, it makes it that much more fun. Max
2: Katie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Cady, who
1: was it was Robert Mitchum in the original, him and Gregory Peck.
2: So. And it's funny because when they when they, I think in the in the sequel, yeah, in the remake, um, Nolte and De Niro changed roles. Yeah, because right? originally it was Nolte,
1: and they both said, "What if we kind of?" Yeah. I wonder how many times that's a good question for you. How many times people have said. What if we reverse these roles? Well, going back to the Gaffa, I guess James Caan he was going for the Michael part, and and, oh. and he eventually became Sonny. He's so. perfect as Sonny. Yeah, on He was uh, Santino. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder
2: about those things when people kind of. S- what if we did it this way? Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about these stories where the director would be wise to yeah to listen. You now Caddyshack went in a different direction. Than they originally had planned, right? Yeah, and,
1: yeah. you
2: know, and they, they did have a little too much of the Caddy stuff in there. Right. Turns of the little girl dancing and sure, like, well, I'm not pregnant thing. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't too long. <laughs> no. And of course, uh, during that movie,
1: wasn't she the same girl in Animal House? Like, wasn't that she's the, the same girl? That was the checkout
2: counter? Yeah, and yeah. She, she was the one later on. Was was in a? Here's another eighties uh-huh. movie that is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Fright Night.
1: Yeah, that's with correct. really
2: good combination of campy, silly, and very creepy. Yeah, with um,
1: Chris Sarandon. Right? Chris Sarandon has yeah. a
2: very excellent track. Yes, yes. Uh, that's and she was the, she was a love interest in that. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bierce. Yeah. And then later yeah. on was on uh, Married with Children. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she yeah. played Marcy she was, Darcy.
1: Yeah, that's I'm an <laughs> extra neighbor, yeah.
2: So she's had a pretty nice career. Oh, she has. Yeah, she
1: has. Yeah. Okay, we're, this maybe isn't your, your go-to, but favorite 80s movie songs?
2: Oh, um, movie songs.
1: So they could have been in the movie. Yeah. I did have to
2: go research this okay. because I had to research Casino, which is 96. Yeah. I wasn't sure because that's <laughs> such a fantastic. It is. Scorsese soundtracks are more my the
1: rock and roll soundtracks, sure. right? Um, yeah, with cover the money. Cover money that he had Clapton do some of the. Did not music. know that because yeah. Yeah,
2: well, he's such a, the band, all the movies he's done. Oh, all yeah, things he's done. Um, he
1: loves the Stones, so. Yeah.
2: He is the Stones guy. Yes, he probably is like when people say Beatles or Stones, he'd go Stones. Yeah, I'd go Beatles, that kind of thing or whatever. <laughs> or whatever you know? I'm kind of like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
1: appreciate the Beatles, but I'm a Stones guy. So yeah.
2: So um, so you look at so many good soundtracks. That was the era of of good soundtrack movies. But, yeah. So the ones like um like. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, certainly, Breakfast Club was a, probably the most famous of the. Uh, Don't you forget about me? Sure. All those kind of things. Do you
1: know who they originally wanted to sing that instead of Simple Minds? No. Yeah. Billy Idol. And oh. and you could see that I could voice. See that. Yeah. And eventually, little, he redid it. A little um, bit of edge to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I could see that. But I guess but he
1: was... he turned it down. He was already right and high. But that would have been another hit for him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and uh, what was I reading? Recently, like one of the eighties, maybe there was a someone that had a hit, mm-hmm. and they they he, he oh it was Dan uh, I can dream about you I can Dan Hartman yes yeah and he doing he wrote the song he mm-hmm. offered to Hall notes.
1: ah okay we turned it down yeah
2: because they were kind of things were changing for them and turned that turned that down yeah it's funny how people will do that just kind of give like the Beach Boys and we used to work with uh, Jan and Dean and and then they used to write with uh, you know these people kind of just the Eagles trading off with yeah. uh uh, right, running on empty. Yeah, they're all friends and trading songs. Mm-hmm. I Remember the, the when the not fun, 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 but Surf and Spars some huge hit, uh-huh. Surf City. Brian Wilson wrote it and gave it to Janet Dean. His dad was just pissed. <laughs> of course, Brian Wilson's dad is in the category of Michael Jackson dad, Tiger Wood dad. Yeah, uh, uh, those some of those actresses yeah. and Macaulay Culkin's parents are just not good human beings. No,
1: whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of soundtracks so Rocky, I mean the Rocky soundtracks are iconic um, but Eye of the Tiger was supposed to be Another One Bites Dust that's what Stallone oh. wanted so Queen, Queen wouldn't give yeah. him the rights to it and so he settled for Survivor who really he liked their early stuff but they didn't really have a hit until Eye of the Tiger and them. They, I mean, they shot up from that did you ever see
2: that commercial from about 6 or 8 years ago where they had Survivor on it mm-hmm. and, it was, yes, and yeah. they're doing like Dun, 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 Yeah. Right, and it was about Ned, Ned, Ned. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were there, did a good job. I forget what the commercial was for. They did a good job. There's with some really that, good
1: though. Geico commercials. They were using like Europe for the final countdown, and they're 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 nuking their food like they're in the microwave. Yeah.
2: And, and they had, I think that's the one that had Eddie Money.
1: Yes, the two tickets. tickets to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded stroked out though, man. I don't know what's going on with Eddie with Eddie Money.
0: I've got two tickets to paradise will tonight.
2: Oh, it's Two next month, actually.
0: No, four, whoa, remember? Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, You know, Ronnie, folks who save hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO sure are happy. And how happy are they, Jimmy? Happier than any money running a travel agency. Get happy. Get GEICO. 15
2: minutes could save you 15% or more. Yeah, he had a, he had a good run. He did. Not looking that, although I heard him on the radio like... Five or six years ago, when Greg Kennedy used to have a show yeah, yeah. here, because they're buddies. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now, dude? I'm a soccer dad. Drop my daughter off yeah. and take her to soccer practice. That Still guy.
1: performs in Santa Cruz. He'll do the free free beach stuff. So
2: Eddie Mahoney. Yes. <laughs> so I do There's a lot of good eighties. Oh, there are. Tracks.
1: There are. And actually, when, though, our last episode, we did a volume three of our favorite eighties movie songs. So check that out, folks. Yeah, I will. So yeah. what else have <laughs> I
2: miss? Like just real quick, like like. Um, well, Guns and Roses wouldn't have been in anything because they were. More like 90, weren't they?
1: Yeah, so he, um, they were in Terminator 2. You Could Be Mine was like kind of the main theme in that. And they even did a music video with Arnold. Um, Guns N' Roses is a good trivia. They were in the last Dirty Harry movie, Deadpool. They're they're the the kind of the long-haired guys in the uh, funeral scene. Yeah, so I remember that. That was that. And Welcome to the Jungles. And and Jim Carrey's actually in the band singing Welcome to the Jungle. But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: It wasn't a good movie, but it was shot shot in the Bay Area. Yeah, we're going to get to that. yeah, Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Um, trying to think of other. Of course, you have Weird Science, Oingo Boingo. Great, great song. Uh, Oingo Boingo was great in Dead Man's. They did the song Dead Man's Dead Man's Party in Back to School, where they put they're the band uh, during uh, the party when Rodney scene.
2: Rodney tore the dorms apart and yep. made the party pad mm-hmm. with Kurt Vonnegut and whoever else was in the, writing yeah. the books, and, and uh-huh. Oingo Boingo was there doing that. that they was, were the party band. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah, I remember my dad bought that soundtrack just for that song. So that what's that's,
2: what's that guy's name? Um, oh, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, he's a he, famous he composer. He's now. a famous composer. Yeah, there's a lot, like a lot of Hollywood movies, yeah. and things like that. All
1: right? your Tim Burton movies are pretty much scored by Danny Elfman. So, so he's got a dark side. Don't he me? does. He does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your favorite sports movie? Now uh, you kind of mentioned one before, but are, do you have any other ones? Before?
2: I'll tell you a few I don't like, and I generally don't like sports movies. Okay, I think they're they fall into that category for me of, Formula of, of like mm-hmm. from formulaic and contrived. Yeah, like Tin Cup. I'm a golfer, and mm-hmm. I can't. stand like Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that movie you know, hitting 10 balls in order to the water because you're going to prove prove a point and right. go back to your crap hole driving range yeah. in West Texas. Come on. Come
1: but, on. But did you like Bull Durham? Because that no, doesn't follow a formula, no. though. There's no big game. I don't.
2: Okay. Um, something about Susan Sarandon that at that point bothered me. Okay. Um, Kevin Costner, to me, is too wooden. I just didn't like him in that era. He loosened up as he went along. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't like, you know... I just I didn't like that movie. Okay. I don't know why. I just really there's certain scenes I love. Mm-hmm. There's a scene when the manager and he's like, he goes, you gotta scare him. And he goes, and he throws the bat. He goes, you lollygag. <laughs> you lolly. You know what that makes? Lollygag. Lollygag.
0: I don't know, do through These guys. I beg. I plead. I try to be a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I, mean, I don't. Huh? They're kids. Scare them. My Yeah <laughs> You lollygag the ball around the end piece You lollygag your way down to first You lollygag in and out of the dugout Do you know what that makes you? Larry? Lollygaggers Lollygaggers What's our record, Larry? Eight and sixteen. Eight and sixteen How'd we ever win eight? It's a miracle. It's a
2: miracle. <laughs> so there are some good scenes. Oh, there are, there. yeah. Yeah, but it's just not, not a movie. So, okay. so there's a lot of sports movies I don't no. like.
1: Okay. Natural, but you do like the, the natural, longest yard? The
2: longest yard I yeah. liked a lot.
1: Okay.
2: Um, the natural. Is that a prison movie or is it? Anyway.
1: Oh, they great football scenes. You could oh. say MASH if you just want the football scene. We got a red flag. <laughs> Hot <laughs> Lips of Land, right? Oh, yeah. Or, and then, you <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, the MASH is. Good movie. It is a very good movie. They did a good. They maybe made that into a successful series. You talk about conversions and things like that.
1: That would be one of our subjects: best movie to TV and best TV to movie. And so, so a lot of sports movies I don't
2: like. In fact, most I don't, don't like. I. Okay. Um, a League of Their Own. There's some ones that are, you know okay, okay to watch, right? Yeah. Um, for me, the the best sports movie of, oh, and I guess Caddyshack, mm-hmm. but the best is no, uh, the a- Sandlot. I just think that's it's an a great outstanding movie. motion picture. I yeah. just think they're made for kids. Yep. If you haven't seen The Sandlot and you're a guy, you got to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Every guy I know That's another one. You know, my, my friend's quote. If yeah. you was thinking, you wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Or uh, Wendy Peppercorn. She don't know what she's doing. She knows exactly what she's doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that came out right when I was at that perfect age. And so that was great. Oil and lotion and lotion. <laughs> yes, yeah. squints. Yeah, swims yeah. Pabador. Yeah, you're killing me, small.
2: Someone said that the other day. So I know someone's wearing a T-shirt. One of my patients. Like I guess said, yeah. said, "You're killing me, small." Yeah, Man, that's beautiful. That's, that's a great T-shirt, right there. What's your favorite heist movie? Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm gonna have to go to. I want some tips from you because I can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I remember the um, French Connection. I wouldn't consider a sure. heist, but it, was, it had that th- element mm-hmm. of. The criminal activity—that's more about Popeye doing the whole
1: thing—and
2: mm-hmm. um, then
1: well, you like Reservoir Dogs. That's not yeah, right. yeah, yeah,
2: that was that ended up interest. That was another one of those. Yeah, that's good.
1: But though most of the movie isn't about the heist, it's about everything it's, around it. That's know? that's a, that's a very
2: Tarantino thing. It is, which he can be criticized for. and That is the human drama. I think he's seen a lot of like Sierra Madre human. Yes. Uh, human. That that's where it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he gets a little carried away, like in the movie I didn't care for with Kurt Russell. I mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot was. Uh, death proof mm. this the, the dialogue in it the mm. female dialogue was just went on too long yeah um and believe it or not pl- uh, planet terror mm-hmm. i thought was really good with the rose mcgowan with machine gun leg and the uh-huh. whole thing i thought that, well, that was a rodriguez movie yeah um so throw out something like okay um i love the
1: ocean sequels i love all those movies they're just fun mindless entertainment
2: there you go mm-hmm. uh, the first oceans 11 yeah. mm-hmm. was Thrown together ha- haphazardly and yep. it was not a very good movie. That's, then the one, the remake with Clooney and all that was yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't see any other ones. Okay. The Italian Job was a very good movie.
1: Yeah, uh, the original. Yeah. Or did you like this? You like I like the sequel. I never okay. saw the original. Oh, the remake. Yeah, the re- remake. So I the original one. was with Michael Caine, I believe.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Other, if you look at certain movies like which don't really fall into that, I'm just thinking out now. Like, I'll consider it a, a scam movies like a Dirty Rotten scoundrel. Yeah, love that. That's movie. a great
1: That's Thomas Crown a, Affair. Yeah. That's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was
2: with, with Steve McQueen. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Didn't do enough movies. He didn't. You know? I know. Great actor. Badass. No, great yeah. presence. Great presence. Yeah. You know? He's kind of like your Quinn Eastwood type, yeah. Cooler King. Yeah. Cooler. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we might talk about Simi Queen as we go. But what's your favorite book to movie adaptation?
2: Um, believe it or not, like when I think of my favorite books of all time, um Count of Monte Cristo, Lady okay. Rob, how do you Godfather, how do you convert those Because yeah. Yeah. you have to take like snippets of uh Churchill just came out and it's like yeah. one month in his life.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so how do you do that? And you can't. However, the Liam Neeson version of Les Miserables, mm-hmm. I don't mean the, the, the musical at all. Okay. I mean the movie is excellent. I, and that's a, have you read the book? Sweeping. Mm-hmm. I mean, novel. And Count of Monte Cristo is my favorite of all the time. And okay. how do you make that into a movie with everything? And you can't. However, I don't know who did it, but there's with Luis Guzman. Mm. There's a really good Count of Monte Cristo movie really? that's out. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, I, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a small Think compared to the Duma and what he gets into in his the, the mind, which is just just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can I have it on audiobook and I just oh, listen nice. to various chapters just to listen to Sir David Clark narrate that. Mm-hmm. Another book that I, um, that I thought was a good adaptation. Um, in fact, I thought it was outstanding. Was Friday Night Lights. Mm. Um, the true story. I'm a high school football coach yeah. fan, and the whole thing, and the story of Odessa Texas, and this yes. whole story. And then I, when the movie came, I'm like, eh. and I'm not talking to people, oh, the series, but no, the series had nothing to do with That's any right. of that crap. It was just a name.
1: There's a great ESPN 30 for 30 just on Odessa, and you might want to check that out. I so, will, I'll wait yeah. for
2: that. Which 30 for 30 is possibly the best series of shows ever made on TV in yeah. terms of they're all out. They're the, all the, good. The two, the two Escobars, yeah. uh, uh, Southern uh, Pony XS. Yep. Uh, Fernando Valenzuela. Oh, you yeah. go on and on and on. Yep. Uh, they're they just... did one on
1: Michael Jordan and playing minor league baseball. They just did a great one with um, Tommy Morrison, who was of course Tommy Gunn in Rocky Five. Okay, uh, about his life because wow. you, you kind of forget about him. But yeah, they're always good.
2: Yeah, yeah and then there was. Uh, I mean, that, so I'll look for that. Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and they do podcasts now too, just short ESPN exclusive. Podcast, they just the one uh, about when Wrigley Field finally got lights in 1988, and leading leading up to that, really worth checking. Yeah, they're gonna be a lot of
2: old time fans that same. Those are the same people that turned on Bob Dylan when he went electric.
1: That's right, <laughs> same <laughs> exactly. people. Yeah. You can't you do that. Out. You yeah. sold out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, this is kind of the wave, dude. Yeah. So what happens is happening nowadays. Yeah. Like, what are your ideas?
1: Um, I would say I love The Firm because I, I do yeah I'd like say Grisham. Like Grisham yeah yeah. and yeah. I that's almost all the Grisham adaptations have been really good but that, I think that one was my favorite the Gene Hackman and Tom Cruise did and, you read Red October I didn't the, Quancy, the Clancy all the Clancy you, movies because I, I,
2: I'm guessing that was a good because that's such a good movie I'm yeah. guessing that was a pretty good adaptation mm-hmm. although I don't have any and I like the Harrison
1: episode. Ford starred Jack Ryan movies yeah yeah. yeah. there's
2: the, the, those um, there's a the great scene in um, Clear and Present Danger yeah when his his buddy had been caught with six hundred million dollars in drug money, all dead and his family off the coast of realizing he's his buddy's blue blood buddy of the acting head of the CAA, because I think at that time James Earl Jones is in the he's, hospital. Or yeah, whatever.
1: there was dying or died. Yeah.
2: So they, and, then, and so no, he was it wasn't. See, he was friends with the president, lifelong friends of the president. So yes. he has a, so the president calls him, in twelve hours. This is going to hit the media. Yeah. That your friend was is a drug runner, but mm-hmm. but involved in the drug trade. So they're trying, remember, they're doing damage control Yes. all his aides and a brand new Jack Ryan as the head of the CIA, and he's going around the room going, well, this is what we should do. And then as the president goes, Ryan, you don't agree? He's like, he goes, speak up, Ryan, he goes, no, I don't agree. They're all like, who the new kid, the CIA guy, you're acting head, you're not the real head. He goes, he goes, when they ask, were you friends, you say, no, we were best friends. No, we weren't best friends, we were lifelong friends, that's why. This is so shocking. This is why it's so yeah. shocking to me. He goes, yeah. he goes. You draw it closer to you. You don't push it away. He goes, Mr. President. One of the great lines. Of the line, he goes, there's no use to fusing a bomb after it's already gone off. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, it's true. I, I love that line. Yeah. Then at the end of the movie, he goes when he has, he's going to go testify before a Congress against the president. Yeah. And he goes, no, you're not, Ryan. He goes, now you got a chip. You're a big player in the big game. You're going to keep that chip in the pocket until you need it. He goes, he goes. It's called the, He goes, don't worry, Ryan. It's called the Potomac two-step. He goes. I don't dance, Mr. President. Yeah,
1: and then you say you just see him going, and the movie ends. And then right? the movie ends, and yeah. he's in
2: front of Congress. That's right. This, and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of present
1: right now. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Right. Well, that's so. <laughs> and another one that's kind of political based is Absolute uh, Power with uh, Gene Ackman and Queen Eastwood. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought that was a good that, movie. G-
2: that's a heist movie.
1: Yeah, it is. That's it, it is. Yeah, that's a heist movie yeah. too. So
2: we go back to that. That's a good movie. Yeah. And Ed Harris is in Sean Young.
1: Sean? No, um, you're thinking of. Um, the one with Kevin Costner. Oh, no way out. No way out. Which no is way. actually a remake of The Big Clock. I is think.
2: It? Yes, that's a good Costner movie. Yeah, that's a good Costner movie. It is. Sean Young was the. She but wasn't was the, Gene Hackman in it? That he one was. Too. He so was. He was. He was the one. So, he, so he, twice he's been. He's, Gene Hackman plays a great bad
1: guy. So. Gene, Gene
2: Hackman, and every role he's ever done, I thought, and in the firm he was, a, yes, his pathos, his. He felt bad for the guy because he was just worn out. And he did some wrong things. Yeah, but uh, he, he, little little Bill. Yeah. And, um, oh, and Unforgiven. And Unforgiven, yeah. which is one of the great movies, I think, I've ever seen.
1: Got one of the best laughs in a movie, too. Yeah. Gene Hackman. Yep. He's the one who goes,
2: you shot an unarmed man. He goes, he should have armed himself. <laughs> Gene Hackman.
1: No, Gene, yeah, so so those are good choices. That, yeah. yeah, that absolute power was good. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's your favorite cult classic? I'm not a
2: cult guy. Okay. So I, I don't I, I don't like Rocky Horror Picture. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the ones that are considered cult classics. Mm-hmm. So if you maybe if you throw out some other names that are considered ones. Like for me, yeah. my family, I consider Office Space kind of a cultish movie. And I love well. that movie.
1: So basically it's movies that didn't do well, but it have whatever reason gained... Shaun of the lead. Dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, Office Space, really yep. good movies. Mm-hmm. What else might
2: be in that category? Well,
1: I, w- <laughs> I loved... Uh, Rad. Did you ever see the movie Rad from the 80s? It's yeah. about this, uh, by it's BMX craze in the mid-80s. Huh. I used, my mom rented it, and we, we rented from Rod, Rod's Records here in San Carlos and um, all, all the time. And I, so I love movies like that. They, nice. they weren't that big. Um, one of my, John Water, any John Waters movie before Hairspray was pretty much a cult classic. Uh, Malin is on the podcast, talked about the first time he saw Pink Flamingos. <laughs> what a disturbing movie that is. Did, was was um, Did Waters do Little Shop of Horrors? I don't think he did that. Okay. Um, he did hair. Hairspray was probably his breakout. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I suppose an incredibly written by Oliver Stone, mm-hmm. directed by um, John Carpenter. I think. Mm-hmm. No. A completely over-the-top, ridiculous, and great movie, Scarface. That would be considered kind of cultish. Right. It's so, you know, Tony Mann is so ridiculous. It's, it's good It's good to watch, isn't yeah. it? With yeah. With a stunning Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. I, I, which, I think she was she was born stunning, and she's 60-something. She's still, she's still <laughs> stunning. So when I
1: was uh, going to Carmont High School here in Belmont, oh, yeah. um, she starred in Dangerous Minds, Dangerous which Minds. is based on, on the Carmont. And so she came when I was a sophomore, and we all skipped class to go, oh. A beak and everything. She looked, she looked beautiful then. She still looked beautiful. Yeah, so, no, was, I, I remember
2: seeing like people magazines or something. They used to have those like from, they have pictures in high school and they yeah. have they look like now. Yes. Like 15, yeah. 20 years in the hay. Like, right, like from from geek to chic. Yeah. They used to call her <laughs> someone or whatever, you know, that thing. And they'd have pictures of like, you've seen some of these pictures of like Jimmy Kimball, band geeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sure. what they like now. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, they showed a picture of Michelle Pfeiffer like as a junior and Michelle Pfeiffer now. You're like,
1: what's the difference what's the difference you're, yeah. and that
2: same thing with like Bo Dare it was like yeah. Yeah. are you kidding me yeah <laughs> some of these people like you know like even I think George Clooney was handsome then and handsome now some of these people like didn't seem to age very right. much at all you know
1: some people always have it what's your favorite musical
2: okay I have so many female friends that when I quote my musical lines that they say are you sure you're not gay <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because my family grew up in all my sisters were actresses and I was always going to plays mm-hmm. and uh and I can call you musicals and what have you, but far and away, The Music Man, because that was our okay. family movie. The Music Man was our family movie mm-hmm. growing up, and so my sisters would sing that, all, even that complicated song by Robert Preston. Mm-hmm. Uh, may I have your attention, please? Trouble in, Trouble in River City, capital T, and rhymes with B in Central Pool. <laughs> so, absolutely. And and uh, Shirley Jones as the love interest and the main character, in and of course her son just died a yeah. couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Yep. Um, but the, yeah, so I would say... For sure, Music that man. yeah. I also liked Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, my just, just played on that a lot. That's good. Was really
1: good. Yeah, my fa- mine is the Blues Brothers. because It's not okay. conventional. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not.
2: Con- you know, yeah. Old Brother War Art though was not conventional. Yeah, yeah. And that's I thought a really good movie as, as an ode to the um, the the uh, the Odyssey. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I also like Fame, the yeah. movie version of Fame. Did not see like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? And this is kind of a weird one. What's your favorite food movie or food scene in a movie? And uh, what's your favorite thing when you actually go to the movies? And okay, eat?
2: that's easy. Anything, but it's going to be a hot dog, and it's going to be popcorn, and okay. it's going to be, be raisinettes. There you go. Um, but uh, my favorite food scene is. The opposite of a food scene. Okay. And it's the vomitorium in Stand By Me.
1: <laughs> that's a great one. I don't know who picked that one, but yeah, that's it's such a... That's such a... Lard such, ass, yeah. Such
2: a, that's such a great movie. It is. Rob Reiner, right? Yeah. Rob Reiner. Yep. Stephen King. Stephen King. God, Based Stephen, on a
1: short story called The Body.
2: Yeah, Stephen King wrote so many things that people don't know Stephen King wrote. Shawshank Redemption. We'll ask your dad about Stephen King. Yeah. He might not be his biggest fan, but as as a prolific writer, he goes, he's the best there is. It, it, that's
1: exactly what he says. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What's your favorite movie thing?
1: Um, Animal House, the, the food fight. Oh, yeah. So gotta, and the,
2: yeah. the, the um, Sam Cooke song going into yes. that, don't know much <laughs> there, there, biology. Yeah. And as, yeah. as he's just going stuffing his yeah. John Belushi, one of the best physical comedians. <laughs> yes. Dick Van Dyke, John Beluse, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. He's yeah. a fantastic physical comedian. Yes. Yeah. And he was just uh, who's that guy? Inspector Gadget, that guy. Um, the Italian guy, he was in Rat Race and all that. Um, yes, oh, Owen. Rowan Rowan, Rowan Atkinson, Atkinson. Yeah. Another great physical comedian. Yeah. But Belushi's shoving it. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Shoving his face with everything, and that boy is a pig. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Guess what I and am. <laughs> 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 that is it? Get it?
2: <laughs> you know what? That is a. That's just a. I'm just thinking if I'm a director, Landis is on that. Oh one. yeah. And it yeah. Was, I was also Harold Ramis wrote that that's too. That's right. Harold Ramis was. Not a John Hughes, but a very underrated, underrated writer. I yes. mean, absolutely great stuff. Yeah, I think he had. He quite...
1: directed uh, Groundhog Day, I think. Or yes, or he, he wrote, wrote, wrote and directed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And he. Uh, and him and Bill Murray had a falling out because of that. I did not know that. Yeah, not that, yeah. that great movie. I guess uh, I Bill Murray they're... does what he wants on on camera let and let him roll. And, uh, yeah, but I guess it's difficult. They were best to direct friends. One. He did they Stripes. Yeah. Ghostbusters.
2: Um, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, and uh, I think he had a writing credit. And, well, and um, as good as it gets.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So he was great, but no, that scene—just yeah. uh, Belushi in Animal House. Yeah, just the whole thing.
1: What's your favorite buddy cop movie?
2: Buddy cop movie. I'm going to have to go with something as as formulaic as this might seem. Forty Eight Hours was a very not a buddy cop because one was. I'm going to call. But I know take, a
1: lot of people picked that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sheriff Shepherds. <laughs> uh <laughs> that I thought that was a really good movie. Um, a, a movie that's not not a buddy cop movie, but it was, it's a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. bail bondsman bounty hunter guy. Uh, it's, it's called Midnight Run with uh, De Niro yes. and uh, Charles Grodin. Yes, yeah, that's one of the best buddy movies of all time. I that's a great motion picture. Yep, uh, and I, I don't know if you consider that a buddy cop, but you know, kind of bounty. No, it's co- Somebody it. actually picked that one too. So that's oh, is a that good, right. That's a good one. Yeah, and then I don't know what else you could come down to. You could,
1: Your lethal weapons. You're, you know, you're yeah.
2: Uh, after *Leaves Eleven One *One*, I lost interest okay. when when it became too
1: much. So you didn't like it with Pesci and you. And I don't like Pesci as a comedy actor. You know,
2: you know, he's just too annoying. Mm-hmm. As a menacing guy in *Casino*, Jesus, this is <laughs> scary. You know, he's a menacing he guy. Is. You came after Nicky. He goes, "You come out with, with a bat, he'll come with a gun. You come with a gun. You know, you better kill him." Yeah. Um, but. Uh, no, I'm not saying the word good, mm-hmm. but I thought the first one when Riggs was just a troubled guy. Yes. I thought it was really good. And
1: Gary Buse is great bad guy. So. Oh yeah, Gary. <laughs> He's, <laughs>
2: He's not, not acting odd. much. An odd guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. See what other what else might be in there. Luke?
1: I had well, this one is not a great movie, but it's one of my. Um kind of a cold classic. Dragnet with uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. This, this is the city. It's a Yeah, and Tom Hanks. Tom and Hanks. it's a parody, of course, of and the he Jack played, Webb. He
2: played Jack Webb. Yeah, yeah.
1: And But he played it so well. I mean, he nails that character. I mean, he sounds exactly like Jack Webb.
2: Well, so. that's you know, he was fresh off his... Um, Dan Aykroyd was so-and-so-and-so, male prostitute. Remember when he was doing oh, those... <laughs> or, uh, those
1: uh, something Garvin. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he
2: had that, that, that deadpan... Yeah. Delivery. He was doing a lot of good movies back then. He was in that
1: he was in Ghostbusters, and he was... Uh,
2: but even non-comedies, he was in that good movie, like with Anna Paquin or someone.
1: Oh, um, I think it was afterwards, but didn't he, he, it was in My Girl, right? My he played, Girl. He played the dad,
2: yeah. He, he did a lot of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, which were pretty good. And then, I don't know, he became irrelevant or something happened. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what happened. But yeah, I, I remember I saw with Dragnet yeah. at the Hillsdale Theater right over there. Yeah, here. me too. We went during a matinee, buddy and I got a break, let's go see the new Dragnet movie. Yeah. It was like
1: 86
2: or five. 87, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Somewhere around then trying to think of some other ones. Um, the, I guess you, this, this is a stretch, mm-hmm. but uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> that's true. Gene because Wilder like, and w- Cleavon w- Little. W- Wake Out Kid and Cleveland yeah. uh, Little with yeah. the sheriffs. So I'll I, give
1: that and, to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is a classic. It is absolutely absolute classic. Yeah. What's your favorite movie, Animals? So the animals that were in the movies. Oh, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Um,
2: my favorite movie is about animals.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, there was a Willie Morris book converted movie with kevin bacon mm-hmm. and one of the wilson brothers uh the other wilson luke wilson mm-hmm. uh, and muñoz the kid who played malcolm and oh, like Fred, yeah yeah uh called my dog skip yeah good motion picture and mm-hmm. i like that little dog skip um
1: so you didn't like benji you didn't like um, no i did like those okay.
2: denji the hunted oh yeah. i liked those movies yeah, yeah. you gotta like those of you course know, it's gotta be some sort of Hard fascist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't like those movies. Watch no, I didn't like it. Um, um I go all the way back to watching Lassie and oh, sure. even Rin Tin Tin. And what well,
1: there's some fun. Tra- I think Elizabeth Taylor's first movie was Lassie, as a wow, young girl. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, then
2: she did a couple of like the whole, movies like the Black Stallion. Yes. yeah, yeah. a bunch of those. Mm-hmm.
1: And then of course Father Father of the Bride and Little Women stuff like that. Was so. she? Um, like a teenage, a like girl actress. Yeah, yeah, she was like probably like preteen when she was in Lassie. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I remember you know Natalie Wood started off that way. That's too, right. Which, she was in know? Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, and yeah. other things. So yeah. Uh, yeah, some of my picks were, of course, from the Thin Man. Asta, the wire-haired terrier, who's kind of part of the movie. Uh, he's Don't remember fun. that. As good as it gets, Verdell, the the little dog that Jack Nicholson <laughs> ends is up it falling in love with.
2: It. Yeah, I'm going to quote a great line from Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's just so incredibly OCD. And the famous author. So a woman comes up. I think it's at a book signing. Goes, oh, you, I love you. I love. How do you write women so well? And there's line. He goes, it's easy. First, I take a man. Then I remove all logic and reason. <laughs> she didn't like that answer. No, of course
1: not. But that was great because the dog picks up his OCD tendencies. Like jumping over the line and everything. You're right. that yeah. that's that's. I, I don't. I don't know. Quote me
2: one movie that Jack Nicholson did that wasn't good. I swear. Some one. people
1: don't like Witches of Eastwick. Okay. Some people I, don't like Pritzy's Honor, but you know. I like but both there's, those. they're few and far I, between. I, you know. Um.
2: You know. You, I mean. Very rarely is there a. Oh yeah. Nest, but I mean. Yeah. You know that's. Oh just come a, on. Fantastic. Yeah. But um. Well,
1: the Shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and he just was. He was and one of the he top does, and he, and Right after he did Good as Guts, he did that one. Um. About or, Schmidt. Where he was. An aging Lothario guy who's dating a young girl, falls in love with her mother, mm-hmm. and the mother's Dan Keaton, and it's on the beach.
1: Mm. Of, uh, oh, yes, yes. I know it exactly. It's a good somebody, movie. Something's Got to Give, I yeah. think it's called. Yeah. Something like that. That's a good one. Yeah. He's in terms of endearment, I think, with um, Deborah Winger and and Sean uh, McClain.
2: And uh, that great character actor. Um, Daniel's yes yeah um, Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels yeah. uh-huh. uh, he's
1: dating uh, Deborah Winger I think right it's hard to believe he's a character he's had such a nice character. oh guy. I know you know but uh,
2: but he, that's the one where I I'm really paraphrasing but he's Nicholson's the ex astronaut and he's a playboy and lives in Houston mm-hmm. and he's just but he and McLean have uh, you, you, do you really want to be in love with Shirley McLean no you know and the whole thing and like and like she comes remember this at all like, she comes and meets him at the airport and he's just about to leave yeah what does he say thirty seconds do a clean getaway.
1: Or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so, something like that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, in Every Which Way But Loose, Clyde the orangutan. So,
2: yep. Was it a right turn, Clyde?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, are great. It was, those, those are fun movies. What's your favorite true story movie?
2: Um, wow. There's so many of those. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I read historical fiction. Yeah. So I like that kind of stuff. Um, so many that I take any Scorsese movie, right? Mm-hmm. So honestly, like he, like gang, Gangs of yeah. New York, mm-hmm. you say people didn't even know that was they didn't even know that was a part of history, written out of the history. It was yeah, but like, my tongue. Um, casino. Yep. Uh, fantastic. Um, the Departed. The Departed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Ray Liotta one. Um, yes, Goodfellas, based Goodfellas. on uh, Henry Hill. Henry Hill. Yeah, yeah, I've seen on the <laughs> History Channel, all yeah, kind of things. Well,
1: he used to call into Howard Stern when he was still under witness protection. No kidding. Really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. going to get whacked, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> and like, okay.
2: um, so there are <clears throat> so many movies along those lines say based on a true story, yeah. you have that kind of thing. Um, certainly, Friday Night Lights, that was really, because yeah. being a high school football fan, mm-hmm. such an expose on everything that you need to know about right. that time of the world in mm-hmm. that part of Texas town is suffering, everyone's suffering, no art program, but they built a $6 million football stadium. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) You know? Power sports,
2: yeah. What are some of yours?
1: Um, I love Moneyball. I thought that was really well done. I mean, of course, growing up in the Bay Area, I love the book. I I think that was one of the better book-to-movie adaptations, because how do you take the business side of sports and make it entertaining? And they did, and uh, I'm fascinated by the whole inner workings of... Of uh, ball teams and things like that. I'm reading Ned Coletti's book right now, who is now the, he was the, uh, he worked for the San Francisco Giants. And I know, I met that, did, yeah, did some
2: party with that in the
1: past. Oh, really? Had, yeah. I'm and, friends with.
2: Anyway, so I won't get to there. Yeah. Um, but a
1: great book if you want to hear like the inner workings of a general manager. So.
2: But along those same lines, mm-hmm. you're talking about, uh, God, something came up and just left my consciousness. You're talking about Moneyball. Yeah. Talking about true stories based on True stories, They had a couple ones that just sprung to mind that are just outstanding. I'm sorry, I lost track of that. That's okay. We, cool, we can come, come a, back. For a couple more, maybe I'll, I'll spark my mind. Okay. Uh, oh, oh I, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Thinking, uh, true, the the Big The Big Short, okay. I, yeah. thought, I thought was excellent. Yeah, with... Um, Christian Bale. Yes, yes. And Christian Bale could be the best actor I've ever seen. But also, the movie that preceded that mm-hmm. about Abscam was called American Hustle. Mm, I loved yes. American Hustle. I just thought that was a great story. Mm-hmm. And I, those are two movies that I just, I thought, you know, and I... Showed me what happened in the inner workings behind the scenes of these things. I don't yeah. really know what's going on, but I love those movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, Big Short was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your favorite trilogy?
2: Trilogy. Does it have to be? Like, for instance, okay, like um,
1: pretty much you have to like all three, and which is tricky.
2: Alien. Oh, there you go. Aliens. All, all three were good. Uh huh. Um, and I, I forget if the third one is the one because it literally goes on to. Sure. Now it goes on to Resurrection. Then it goes back to. Um, Prometheus yeah i don't know <laughs> so so but i'll say the alien okay. for sure mm-hmm. um, um terminator mm-hmm. the first three movies very good movies mm-hmm. all of them very told a story which is now becoming very prescient about artificial intelligence yep. developing consciousness and very interesting themes um godfather like we mentioned earlier because sure. of the the weakness of the third one but the th- one and two were just like you know They're it's very like, iconic like, just you know it's, it's like you're your three hitter in the lineup's not very that's good, but the rest <laughs> of your lineup's great, you know? <laughs> That's what your dad would like to Probably yeah. There you no, go. it's because like, like, you know, wasn't it uh Babe Ruth who hit before Lou Gehrig? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um and so that's the best one two punch I've ever heard of or seen in my life. You yeah, know I mean, that kind of
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but Bonten and Kent had a really good duo they for a while. Well, did they not? And another Yankees you have in sixty two you have Mantle and Maris. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um uh what trilogies are you thinking of?
1: Well, I, back to the future. I, yeah. I think that's um, the one. The first Semacus one's the the best, but um, I, the other two are very enjoyable. They did
2: a, yeah, they, they didn't. They did not schlock those sequels no. out at all. They did a good job with those. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there might be other ones out there too. I
1: do. You know, it would have been, and this is tricky. So Indiana Jones Crystal Skull, forget about. But mm. I I love Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I love Last Crusade, not Temple of the Doom. So yeah, I, they yeah. um that that pretty blonde woman in that. That, in the third one, uh Kate
2: Upshaw, Capshaw, Capshaw. Yeah. Cap. It was
1: basically no, his, she, just,
2: she did not do a good yeah. job. And that that little Wait, boy, Michael
1: Jones, like, she was just like it was horrible. It yeah. was horrible. Now what what was the other movie he was in? The little kid, yeah,
2: Gremlins. I don't know what Goonies. He's Goonies. A, he's Data. Good. He's the the gadget
1: guy. So. He just did
2: such. Well, in that movie, he was just that was not a good movie. You're right.
1: Yeah. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but compared to Raiders and Last Crusade, it wasn't. No, Raiders
2: is, you know, it's interesting because you look at Raiders of the Lost Ark, and a movie that was considered along those lines from about 18, 15 years ago was Brendan Fraser and the Mummy. Yeah. Rachel White's. Rachel Weisz. When I watched that on TV, they gave it two stars. That's not a two-star movie. That's yeah. a three-star. That's a good, good, The sequel's good, not good. so
1: much, but the first one's great. Right, the yeah. sequel's
2: not so much. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the Tom Cruise Mummy yeah, how I, did, you, did I like didn't even thing? finish it. I didn't yeah. like it at all. That's I, I, I Rarely do I not finish a movie. Yeah. And When the other movie was so good, and that's, yeah. that was considered in the Raiders' vein. Yeah. So, so was Romancing the Stone.
1: Uh, my dad's favorite movie. And, and even
2: was... Romancing the Stone 2 was okay. Yeah. Uh, but that was, Jewel, like, Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's, uh, that, so that, those were good movies back then. Yeah. That's also when Kathleen Turner was coming off Body Heat, and was yep. looking about as sexy as a human being can look. And that's... Michael Douglas was.
1: the, the pin- Well, actually off the streets of San Francisco and and the, but they then went into all those kind of um those steamy fatal attractions fatal attraction, yeah, great motion disclosure you know, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah those are and um and uh uh he was in a movie Oh dude. basic instinct yeah basic instinct uh which one uh Sharon Stone Basic Instinct. Yes, yeah. Um, that's a real. I think even that's even better than Fail Attraction. Yeah, uh, I like that movie a lot.
1: Falling Down is an under underrated one. Very dark, but
2: there, there's a, another quoted line. This yeah. is what you'll hear in my family, mm-hmm. my boys. Look at this sad, squashed burger. <laughs> that's, that's that's Michael <laughs> Douglas and Falling Down. Well, that's that
1: scene. <laughs> Is probably why McDonald's now has, you know, round the clock breakfast because it's eleven oh one or something like that, and he wants his his uh, breakfast, and they won't give it to him.
2: (laughs) Michael Michael Douglas is in two movies that, um, uh, a movie called uh, Traffic, which is great, Mm -hmm. and he's also in a movie which I think is great called The Game. Love that love that movie. You know, with uh, one of my favorite scenes. If you guys are listening, have seen it. The very very end of this incredible sequence of events that have befallen so to speak Michael Douglas and he's alive mm-hmm. and there's a party for him and his brother Sean Penn Conrad and that's my son's oldest son Conrad and he holds out his t-shirt and he says gives it to him he goes I was drugged and left for dead in Mexico and all I got was this stupid t-shirt t- t- <laughs> I got to find that
1: t-shirt Yeah that be <laughs> All right, we have a, we have a few. More. Are you ready? Keep going because we have about a handful more. So, favorite John Hughes movie, and this could be written or directed. He plane, directed plane, you know. plane, trains and automobiles. There Absolutely go. best loved. Thanksgiving movie.
2: Uh, just uh, just such a funny yet heartfelt, touching movie. Steve Martin is such an uptight prick. Oh it. yeah, and yet yet he breaks down. And John Candy's just the the one scene, just every scene. Yeah, the one scene when he just rips into John Candy. Yeah, he's talking about. He goes. He goes. He goes when you tell a story. Most he goes. He goes. Here's an idea. Have a point. He goes. You talk endlessly and never come to a point. He goes. I could sit through hours of insurance seminars with a smile on my face. Days. He goes. People say, How do you do it? He goes. Because I've been with Dell Griffin. He goes. They go. Oh yeah. Showering, Sylvan. Yeah. Wow. He goes. He goes. He goes. You're like a chatty Cathy, though. remember. Know? He goes. He goes. Except when you pull your own string. Ah. <laughs> and it just hurts his feelings oh, bad. it Breaks him down. Breaks like, him yeah. down. He goes, "Well, I like me, my wife." Yeah, and you can see Steve Martin just go. Oh, what did I just do? Did I do?
1: Yeah. Well, that and like you, know, the movie's not very vulgar at all until this scene where he just loses it to the woman that's um, also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs>
2: she's a great character. Yeah, yeah,
1: she's great. And but that that scene works. She because, goes here. Yeah, <laughs> and she gets the she gets the punchline. Yeah, but uh, the the reason that works so well is because it wasn't a vulgar movie until that point. See, now if you had Seth Rogen and James Franco, it's all gross out. and it's yeah. all it wouldn't work.
2: The times have changed. Yeah, but that's that's back in the days when you could no one would get offended because the yeah. way it was presented was exactly. like absolutely great. Now that, that, yeah. that, so planes, shows and there's so many good Hughes movies. Yeah. Um, even the ones that aren't that great, like the Uncle Bucks sure. and the the Great Outdoors, and mm-hmm. they're they're fun. They're, they're good, they're good fun. to they're watch. They're enjoyable. Um, yeah, and uh, but he wrote two of my favorite movies, um, Mr. Mom with Michael Keene. Michael Keane. Michael Michael Keene was kind of on the ascent and killing the world. That's he was doing right. Great. Yeah,
1: and uh, Vacation. He wrote the original National Lampoon's Vacation. Wow. Uh, so yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, like, yeah I could absolutely see that. Um, yeah, John Hughes. They did a few years ago when he died. They did kind of a posthumous thing on the mm-hmm. Academy Award because it was right before the Academy Award, yeah, they didn't do it. They also didn't do a very good job with Harold Ramis. They did, and then he didn't even mention his name. That's yeah, why I go Harold Ramis, Holy yeah. Toledo, and Hughes. he was kind of young, was he? he wasn't that old? Wasn't he? He was in his fifties, like yeah, very amazing, young. Yeah, you know? and he had a he had a run where he owned the eighties. He did. He absolutely he did. Absolutely killed it. Everything yeah. he did, and he made so many people stars. Yeah. You know, yeah. the old Brat packy group. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I yeah. think
1: he enjoyed writing more than directing because he didn't direct that many movies, but he wrote a lot. You yeah. Know? He um, wrote Home Alone. So, yeah.
2: That's serious. Yeah. You know, speaking of good dads, Macaulay Culkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched the movie the other day, which is a really good I love it. Have you ever seen She's All That? Yeah. Fred Prince Jr. And, yep. and uh, I just love that kind of a romantic comedy, TV, mm-hmm. sex yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Coming of age. Paul Walker, the handsome guy that yeah. passed away, yep. supposed to be a, a wonderful human being mm-hmm. uh, everyone I have stories I 've heard of him where after he passed away, there was a person that came on the radio that told a story where they were in a jewelry store and witnessed this. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker was buying some jewelry. I he was a jewelry store owner okay and then a couple came in, like a military, a woman and you know a military younger guy, and then he wanted to buy a wedding uh, engagement ring for his young bride and. They liked the ring and couldn't afford it. He just wit- He said Paul Walker was just witnessing this. When they left, he went and bought it and said, "Give it to him. Mm-hmm. To give it to her. Don't tell him who gave it to him." That was Paul Walker. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. You hear stories of like just like just like big hearted guys. Yeah. Like that. So, but, but, um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, the 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 little kid, the little brother of the Pygmalion yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's She's famous actress, I guess, too, but or model. But that was um, my colleague Culkin's brother. Another Culkin's yeah, actor. Uh,
1: Kieran. I think he's Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. He's good? Well, he's very good. Yeah, he's, he's a really good actor. After, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one and done movies. Movies that you may have enjoyed, but you'll never watch them again.
2: That's interesting, because almost every movie I watch, I can, I can watch again. Okay. Which is ridiculous, but guys do that. Um, I could probably, I, I don't know, I... I we might need a little help on that one one and two.
1: one of the common ones is Shinro's list. It's it's amazing, but to watch it over and over again for some people it, that's too much. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. would
2: I would be laughing too hard. Yeah. Like can't giggle my way through that No, no those that's I can see that. Yeah. That even even movies like Private Ryan. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. although I have seen it several times. But True. I mean I could see how people would not I Apocalypse now is heavy I've seen that yeah forty times. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Titanic, <laughs> you know, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even want to see it once. Right,
1: there you go. <laughs> it's not a bad
2: movie. Yeah. Isn't that the one that made Cameron $27 trillion? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yeah and they, that's when he divorced the Terminator woman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, yeah. She only got like $100 million.
1: For her. <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so one and done. Yeah. I suppose there's probably a lot of them. Like when I skip through On Demand, I go, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Kind of movies that are okay. Yeah. Like... Office Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. I probably, well, I probably wouldn't see it again. Okay, I've seen it and I like it.
1: And that's it. Yeah.
2: Although I do like your guy, um, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah, and he was a child actor. He was in that series. He was, yeah. a, you know, the young boy. He was another one of those guys, and his sister. I don't know if she acts anymore, but they're kind of like the who's the other brother's sister.
1: Kind of oh, the same. Oh, um, John Cusack, Cusack and John Candy. Yeah, kind of they, of they, yeah. And, well. And, we're gonna get there but one of, actually it's my next question my Six, favorite character actress is Joan Cusack she's great yeah.
2: it, it, I don't know if it, it's 16 candles where she had the, neck, r- brace. the, the neck brace I mean, yeah. she can't get in the drinking fountain that's right and uh and uh John Cusack is the nerdy friend along with uh
1: he's wearing I think the underwear in his head yeah, is, yeah along, and yeah.
2: along with his buddy and that is, is um that guy Andrews from Top Gun um, yes
1: yeah um, Anthony and, Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. Edwards was mm-hmm.
2: like so that that's pretty good cast. Yeah, great cast.
1: I mean that when those are your your
2: backups. <laughs> so so I'm watching uh, 16 Candles a while back, and I, and I there's a, a woman in it who's the beautiful blonde that he cuts her hair. Yes, and they mm-hmm. end up in the Rolls Royce together. And yeah. Like, Did we do it? I don't know. Was With it Farmer fun? Ted. Yeah. It was Farmer Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so I go. So I'm so the, picture her. Mm-hmm. So years later, I'm watching a movie again mm-hmm. called Rat Race. It yeah. used to take off on kind of like a... a mad 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 world, yeah. Really, I thought, very entertaining. It also has uh, Amy Smart, who I'm just in love with uh-huh. in that movie. And, um, she was in Road
1: Trip. <laughs> she, she's
2: just something about her. She's just terrific. Mm-hmm. And so there's a scene in there where John Cleese mm-hmm. and all these degenerate gamblers, and so his nerdy guy who was one of um, the McKenzie brothers, the other McKenzie brother. Yes. That right. guy. he's his right-hand man, Cleese's. Uh-huh. And so he's in a hotel room and he gets a prostitute who comes up. He says, she goes, Well, I'll do anything. And she's like, Well, I want you to, you know, I don't know, put feathers on your head. I want you to sh- put me in a, in the hot tub with jello and shave my back and like all these Like she's like, What? Yeah. So finally she's like, they they, they finally negotiate a price and like when they go, Okay, fifteen hundred bucks. And we have a winner. Everyone comes from behind. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gambling on what was the price that she would do these crazy things right. for, right? That was the girl. She was a brunette in that, but ah. that was that. I go, I recognize her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did that the other day. I was watching a TV program. I go, who is that little girl? And it was. Turn. I go, oh, that was uh, Nicole Eggert, who was later oh, on yeah. with Baywatch. Uh huh. And she, was, I go, because these people you kind of look. Oh, I recognize that. And then yeah. later on, you go oh, that. Yeah.
1: Well, it's always fun. Well, nowadays with IMDb, you can find out all of this. But it used to be, you know, you had to kind of think about it, and it's ruined a lot of our family holiday things because we would keep telling each other, "You're wrong. You're wrong. Wrong." We can. We can settle these arguments in basically two minutes now.
2: So I, even if I know I'm probably wrong, yeah. I'm not going to be able to carry that lie out for very long, right? <laughs> we're just going to look it up.
1: Yeah. yeah can't well, look it. at me. I
2: said psycho oh, for hours. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Sounded good. You were convincing about it. Though. What was your? Let's go back in time. What was your favorite movie as a kid? The um, one that you watched all the time.
2: Um, as a kid. That's interesting because you, you couldn't just go to TV right. back then mm-hmm. and watch movies over and over. Of course, back then the only movie that we saw with any repetition was The Wizard of Oz.
1: Yeah, or It's a Wonderful Life, or something. Yeah, because
2: like you weren't gonna you weren't gonna watch you know like uh, um, uh, Gone with the Wind. Sure. Uh, you know, so th- those are ones we saw with repetition. Um, I don't remember the, more than that because okay. we would go to the movie theater literally, literally for 50 cents. Back in the day <laughs> when I had a horn for an ear, but we'd go, I remember when we went to the theater at the Odyssey Room in matinee when I was like 10, 12, and we saw, I think it was like 50 cents. We mm-hmm. saw THX 1138 and The Omega Man. Wow. That was back, no, THX wasn't great, but that was yeah. back in the day. of great sci-fi. Yeah. Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and yeah. uh, Westworld and. Um, Soylent Green and yeah. all those really good, movies, yeah, all those yeah. really good sci-fi type flicks for mm-hmm. fifty cents. Uh, and sometimes we do that over a little bit. Now I watch movies. I'll watch Shawshank if it's on TV right now. Sure. Or you know, so many movies are in that in that vein right, right. now.
1: Well, I think that's why the '80s, you know, with home movie becoming affordable and you could rent movies, that's where. You had people just watching stuff over and over again. And cable TV, getting HBO, even if it wasn't a great movie, you'd watch The Legend of Billie Jean over and over again because it was always on. So,
2: Well, I mean, we, we we sat down and watched uh, Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Yeah, absolutely. And then watched it again. Yep, yeah. <laughs> and we rented
1: the whole player. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like, I don't want to see Eddie Murphy. Just shut up and take some beer. <laughs> yeah. And we were just like, like well, let's watch it again. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. Have you ever had any celebrity encounters that, that you can discuss? It could be a musician, it could be an actor, it could be anything. Yeah, there's a couple like can discuss. Like okay.
2: with the Leonard Skinner Band. And oh, really? With Conak Dye and things like that. Oh, no. I remember when I was a kid, my, I don't remember this exactly, but there used to be a restaurant your dad would remember mm. in a city called Zim's. Okay. There's one in the city, too. And we were there, my, my parents told the story. We were there, and I'm five, and my sisters are all kind of aspiring dancing actresses. And, and um, Shirley Temple was there. Yeah. Shirley Temple Black. Yes and so, so they were like woodside right yeah yeah, so, yeah. So, so they were in awe and like they go hey this is i'm like i like, who <laughs> who are we? who's shirley Temple?" Yeah. i don't know Shirley Temple was. i know
1: the drink you know <laughs>
2: yeah still a good drink to this day yeah um and now uh, you meet in, the, in these circles in the bay area sure. you meet you just you do meet mm-hmm. you, you meet people and where my family lives in santa barbara you'd be at a park and you'd run into um uh, i never did like an oprah winfrey or sure. whatever kind of thing like that and i guess Color purple. So she's in, she's a movie actress. Too. She is. Yeah. Um, um, and we, I, I, I would see Rob Lowe all mm-hmm. the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw Kevin Costner the Driving Range down there. Okay. Um, and around here, you see the Dre Rices and the the people you run into those kind of people. Yeah. And I never, because of the Ned Kelly story, because of the people I know, I, I, yeah. I, I never personally. got involved. I never, I, the the starstruck thing never struck me. Sure. Never bothered me. Never never, you know, you see people that are just fawning, so mm-hmm. like you know, like, like can't do that. Yeah can't do it it's just a little you know i remember that we used to be like the sean this people just fawn He's so handsome like, yeah and i'm going lady you're 50 Come on, take it easy <laughs> take it easy like you have a son and you know like don't look so
1: it man. happened to us at yahoo so um terry simmel who was the head of warner brothers before he became the ceo of yahoo had all these celebrity friends and so he brought tom cruise there and people who i thought were as normal yeah and katie holmes was with him at the time towers over him and uh, people that i thought were normal that I worked with were losing their shit just like seeing Tom Cruise <laughs> and i was like it's just the guy you know who
2: as regardless of his scientology yeah. and all that he's pretty good with people he and he's a pretty personable guy
1: he stopped yeah. by he made time for everyone Yeah, now, he knows how
2: to he knows how to gladhand gladhand he, he knows how to do it whether it's sincere or not i don't know but he still knows he's got that bill clinton thing where people like him yeah. when, when you actually meet him yep he's also a guy that i think he's probably fairly odd mm-hmm. but um, uh, his movies I thought most of them are right on.
1: They are. You know, they are.
2: I mean not the mummy. We discussed that. Yeah. But all the way back to Risky Business. Yep. Yeah. Really yeah. good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know who directed that. Hard edge to it. I mean, we kind of have Definitely. a rough edge to it, you know.
1: Good movie though.
2: Rebecca De Mornay. Yes. Yes. You
1: know? And um I can't forget his name. Curtis Armstrong, his buddy. Booger? <laughs> yes. He's <with> Revenge of the Nerds and Better Off Dead, which is a great movie.
2: He has one of the great lines of all time when they're being chased by that great actor who was uh, the pimp, and he was yeah there. Joey
1: uh, Pantoliano. Yes, yes. Yeah. he Joey was
2: also Pants. he was also in uh, the one we referred to earlier um, called uh, Goonies Midnight Run. Oh, Midnight Run. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you
1: got it. Yeah. He, he
2: was great, but remember he was chasing him, and bugger, yeah. you know, goes. And he was later in Moonlighting, and right yeah. after that he goes, and then a really underrated movie, but movie that we love is Revenge of the Nerds. Absolutely good motion yeah. picture. Bad sequels, um,
1: but great, great original. Yeah.
2: And uh, when he goes, he has one of the great lines, and he goes, I can't believe I have a Trig midterm tomorrow, and being chased by Guido the Killer
1: Pep. A <laughs> 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 very good character actor. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite animated and non-animated Disney movie?
2: Uh, I wouldn't know Disney that that well.
1: Okay. Because I
2: saw Lion King a million times, mm-hmm. and when my kids kind of outgrew that, okay, I just couldn't see an animated movie again. Okay. Uh, so I just. Um, like the animated ones we saw, like I, I'll say, it, like uh, Hundred and One Dalmatians*. Still yeah. to this day, like that
1: movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, there was a good one called uh, *Beauty and the Beast*, the one with uh, Gaston. Yeah. That's I liked that. because yeah. My sons watched that. Um, *Lion King*. I just I, you see
1: it a million times, you kind of get sick of
2: it. Sure. Yored, you know.
1: Um, but even the early Disney movies, like *Snow White* or *Cinderella* or *Bambi*, *Dumbo*. Yeah. Remember *Bambi* meets.
2: Godzilla. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's three seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
2: but uh, I don't remember though. Like for, like animated things for me were cartoons, and then like yeah. still to this day, one of the best. Lee Mendelson did Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Yeah, still in '66. That's
2: a great. Yeah, well done. You don't. It's not a. You know, you can be an adult and still appreciate it. Excellent. Yeah, The, the Grinch. Yeah, that's a really well done. Boris uh, Karloff yeah. with uh, Cindy Lou Who. Mm-hmm. Boris Karloff, you mm-hmm. the foul one, Mr. Grinch. Um, <laughs> So, other than that, I don't. Cause I, I don't. I, I refuse to watch cars and sure. you know all those even new the ones. Pixar ones. Yeah, I just, okay. just, I just can't do it. Okay. I, just, I got so burnt out on. You know, Dad, let's watch a again. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's not <laughs> okay. So these are fun ones. The city movies. What's your favorite San Francisco movie? Favorite New York movie? And favorite Chicago movie? I'm gonna give
2: you two: with Bullet and Dirty Harry. Absolutely. Yeah. Although. As a movie, Magnum Force was also really excellent in San Francisco. As as good as Jerry here, I think. It gave rise to Tim Matheson, David Soule, and. Um, The guy was an Airwolf, right? Yeah, so that's pretty good. And Hal Holberg as the. Oh, he's so good in there. Harry (laughs) Callahan, in my 32 years, I never had to draw my weapon.
1: Yeah. Man's got to know his limitations.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Just
1: his looks are yeah. perfect. Yeah. So
2: San Francisco, I'd have to go with those. Okay. Um, One
1: of the most iconic car chase scenes ever.
2: Although I love the game. Yeah. Michael, then, that's San Francisco. Yeah, it is. That's a really good motion picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, New York has so many. I don't even know where to begin. I yeah. think, of, think of the great um, Popeye Doyle. Um, French, uh,
1: French, French Connection. French Connection.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with. New York movies are so many. And yeah. Chicago, I'd have to give some... Maybe John Hughes movies were yeah. just suburbs of Chicago. Almost yeah. all of them, right?
1: Oh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, yeah. Blues Brothers. You know, that's yeah.
2: Yeah. So I don't. I don't know too much about the Chicago. Genre. Okay. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And last one, and we, we kind of touched on this earlier. what are your favorite documentary? Favorite dog
2: My favorite documentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything thirty for thirty. Yeah. So well done there. And then that's really, when they started that series. It was about getting movie directors and movie quality directors. Yes. Making these short things that do a good job.
1: And that's why they're good too, because they're always different perspectives Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so many good documentaries I've seen. Uh, those music ones, The yep. Wrecking Crew, yeah, definitely, um, and
1: uh, Muscle
2: Shoals, Muscle Shoals, and Woodstock's not a documentary. It was kind of just kind of, a, just kind of a, they just kind of did it. Mm-hmm. But I would also say um, Hearts of Darkness, yeah, with Sofia Coppola.
1: I think, so. yeah, yeah.
2: Who's the daughter? Or is that Sophia?
1: That is Sophia. That's okay. Then it, it's thought. her
2: mom. Then okay, oh, Carmine
1: okay. Coppola. Okay, no, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, and she won the Academy
2: Work for Best Documentary of that disastrous. Everything that happened in that called yeah. Hearts of Darkness, which is a great Conrad book as well. Yeah. What about you? Documentaries.
1: A lot. Uh, the Ken Burns documentary on baseball. Yeah, Ken Burns anything. Anything, yeah. Ken Burns anything. Uh, but if you appreciate baseball, uh, you have to it's must watch. It's must-watch. There's a great one called um, All Things Must Pass, which is based on... Um, George the, Harrison or what? No, it's based on the creation of uh, Tower Records. Wow. And it gets into the owner. Um, I believe his last name was Solomon. And... Uh, just the rise and fall of tower records and, and basically the music industry I'll have to look for that Yeah, really well done it's on Netflix and then there's one I think exclusively on ne- on Netflix uh, the battered ba- bastards of baseball it's about um, Kurt Russell's dad I think um, Russell was great could have been a ball player he was and so they pay his dad created a independent league in Oregon in Portland. Um, it was the only one at the time because basically Major League Baseball owned all the minor league systems, so he kind of created his own team of these battered bastards who were once, you know, good prospects and just wanted another Probably shot. A pretty good league, yeah, <laughs> and they ended up beating these. Teams that were like basically Pacific Coast teams? yeah exactly and wow. Kurt Russell played from them and they even got Jim Bouton midway through the year who was coming back he kind of banished for baseball because wow. of all four yeah, yeah. and uh, really 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 well done I think his name was Bing Russell who was a he uh, I think wow. was a character actor in Gunsmoke or wow. something like that so definitely worth checking out
2: yeah, yeah. I saw Russell in a he was on a TV show Tina Fey it was a pretty good and there was a they were interviewing him mm-hmm. this was right before Hateful Eight so maybe a year or two ago yeah and um, and he was talking about that, and they showed... Yeah, he's talking about his early Disney movies and his baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, back then, you make a choice, you know, and baseball, circa... What, what do you have been? Set 1968, 70? Yeah. yeah. Probably, it wasn't that lucrative. No. For no. And he, he made the right choice, Oh yeah. obviously, but uh, God, that was just... Big Trouble in Little China, those John Carver things. Yeah. Oh, The Thing. Oh, well, the grade four... I just love those movies. Yeah. But Russell... Um, they then they show they show a picture of him like when he was twelve years old and they go and the guy goes the British guy goes, You knew Elvis? He goes, Well, I made a movie with him. Yeah. <laughs> they go, They're all like teeny they're all like, You knew Elvis. We can't we can't top of that. Yeah. They show a picture of him talking with Elvis and then he goes, I played a movie where He played
1: Elvis, like in a Then then he played yeah. Elvis later on, which mm-hmm.
2: is a critically acclaimed yeah. uh, version of Elvis. That yeah. was kind of his launch from the Teen. computer wore tennis yeah, shoes yeah, exactly. and flubber yeah. to you know to those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, they go. He goes. Yeah, and I was, he was interested in my sister, and so he made friends with me. Uh. Was, it's was kind, of, kind of like roused about or something. Mm-hmm. One of those movies. They go, he goes. Yeah. He goes. Let's just say I know Elvis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much, Dave. All right, Brian, this has thanks been, so much. This has been a blast. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't too prepared on this one. No, you're always prepared because. There's no effort. Well, like, you know which way like, to go with it. Okay, he doesn't know this. We'll yeah. veer off into of that. <laughs> no, but this is so much fun. and Hopefully, we can make this a you know once-a-year thing, and we'll just pile up the questions. And, and We'll get
2: together with your dad, and we'll talk blues and rock and there roll. There you go.
1: That's always fun, too. Yeah, dad so.
2: got me a nice blues, uh, Greg Allman, because my favorite American. Oh, yeah. He just passed away. Yeah, yeah, got me a Greg Allman uh, uh, CD. That's awesome. That's awesome, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Dave. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you. Again, special thanks to Dr. Dave Nichols for joining me on this podcast. If you live in the San Francisco Bay Area and looking for a terrific chiropractor, don't hesitate to get in touch with Dr. Dave. He has worked wonders for my father, and he can do the same for you. Also, as you just heard from our discussion, you'll get a fabulous conversation in addition to healing what ails you. So take a look at the show notes for Dr. Dave's contact details at Belmont Advanced Chiropractic or just go to adjustedforhealth.com. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories.